0: There's a lot of focus on presidents of countries, especially a country like the United States, which has such a large population. So it should be no surprise that there are a lot of ideas out there about Barack Obama. He seemed to engender an awfully large number of conspiracy theories, however, and I have collected 44 of them for the 44th president. Was Barack Obama just a man? Or was he the Antichrist? Was he a cocaine-fueled, murdering, homosexual, interdimensional, satanic, Mars-visiting lizard who could control the weather? You leave the world behind and enter a large chamber, filled with boxes and crates as far as the eye can see. Welcome to The Conspiracy Clearinghouse. The podcast that takes a rather skeptical look at conspiracies and mysteries. Each episode, we'll examine various conspiracy theories, most of which are not true, a few of which might be a little bit true, and even a couple that turned out, in fact, to be true. There are many boxes in the clearinghouse, and along the way, we'll look at some mysteries and hoaxes as well. We dare to look behind the curtain that's behind the curtain. I'm your host, Derek DeWitt. Welcome to the Conspiracy Clearinghouse. 44 for 44, The Obama Conspiracies. Thanks, Thanks, Obama. Obama. I take as my inspiration from this an article in Mother Jones magazine from their November 2nd, 2012 issue called Chart Almost Every Obama Conspiracy Theory Ever. Now, this is just 2012. He went on to win a second term and was president until January 20th, 2017. So, this is just in the first term this stuff. But they would get repeated over and over again. Now, I just can't help thinking that a lot of these conspiracy theories about him were racially motivated. Maybe that's my liberal side and my prejudices kicking in. But everybody knows he was born in Hawaii. And yes, he lived in Indonesia for a while. And his father was Kenyan. But I think a lot of people had a hard time with a black person in the White House. So I I can't help. This is my personal opinion. I can't help but think that a lot of these come from ways to kind of not talk about his race. Let's talk about some other aspect of it. But actually, the motivation is we just really don't want a black guy in there. Like the Mother Jones article, I have grouped them together into categories. And the first category is he's, he's not, not actually, actually an American. An American. American. Or, or he, is, he is, but he's, but he's a he's crazy, crazy radical. 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 So first, there were the birthers. The first one, of course, is that he wasn't an American citizen. He was born in Kenya. He had a fake birth certificate. A lot of people really pushed this, notably Donald Trump, who, of course, would become president in the 2016 election sworn in in 2017. He was one of the champions of the, quote, birther movement. Sarah Palin was another one, Newt Gingrich, Mike Huckabee, and conservative writer Jerome Corsi are among the people who, as early as Barack Obama's 2004 U.S. Senate campaign, were claiming he was not a natural-born American citizen and so, therefore, was ineligible for office. There was a variant of this that said he had had lost lost his U.S. US citizenship citizenship and had had an Indonesian Indonesian passport. passport. This was Mr. Jerome Corsi, who said that when he moved to Indonesia as a child, he became a citizen there and so therefore lost his U.S. citizenship. Another one is that he killed killed his his grandmother. grandmother in order to hide his origins. He supposedly used mercury poisoning. Starting in August 2008, he went to visit her. She got sick because she was old. And then she died nine days later, right before the election. Coincidence? Not according to a video on the Real Obama YouTube channel, who seemed convinced that he killed her in order to cover up his Indonesianness. Some thought that, yes, okay, he's an American, but his real dad was either Malcolm, Malcolm X, X or Frank, Frank M. Davis. M. Davis. So there's an anti-Muslim website run by a woman named Pamela Geller called Atlas Shrugs. It's gone now. She reported that, well, I shouldn't say reported. She claimed that Malcolm X was actually Obama's real father. Keep in mind, she also believes that Thanksgiving is being destroyed by the sale of stealth halal turkeys being sold by Butterball, even though she admits that you couldn't actually tell the difference between a halal turkey and a non-halal turkey if you tasted them. And I guess if you eat a halal turkey, you somehow become Muslim in her mind. So anyway, she thought Malcolm X was actually Obama's father. A conspiracy film came out called Dreams From My Real Father, which is a reference to Barack Obama's autobiography, that says... Obama's father's actually Frank Marshall Davis, who was a journalist and a labor activist, and that Obama had had a nose job to make his resemblance to Davis less obvious. The film shows a lot of pictures of Obama from different times in his life, supposedly showing how the nose changes over time. However, (laughs) if you look at the pictures, it's clearly the same nose every time, sometimes lit a little differently. This side has a shadow, this side doesn't. It's clearly the same nose. But the filmmaker says, no, 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 they're different noses each time. Now, this was a film made by a guy named Joel Gilbert, who's a right-wing conspiracy guy and a frequent guest on InfoWars. And interestingly, he's also a singer in a Bob Dylan cover band. He clearly likes Conspiracy, since he made the 2010 film Paul McCartney Really Is Dead, The Last Testament of George Harrison, and another 2012 film called Elvis Found Alive, and a number of other similar Conspiracy Exposé films. He was a was Black, Black Panther! Panther. For the Nixon and later Reagan-era conservatives, white conservatives in America, the Black Panthers were scary, 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 scary. So a picture made the rounds, supposedly showing a young Barack Obama as a Black Panther in the late 60s. This picture was obviously photoshopped. And by the way, Barack Obama was born in 1961. So if this picture from 68 or 69 were true, he would have been seven or eight years old kind of bleeding into this, this idea that he's somehow got the genes of a radical black person, thus by association implying that he hates white people, there was the famous Michelle Whitey tape. Whitey tape. Supposedly, there was a video in which Michelle Obama used the term whitey and then the video vanished. Glenn Beck said Obama was a racist, anti-white racist, that this video was proof. This came out in June 2008 from the website No Quarter, that's a website founded by Larry Johnson, who said that the Republicans had a video of Michelle talking to Louis Farrakhan and Jeremiah Wright. He claimed he had not actually seen the actual tape, but he'd heard from, quote, five different sources that it really did exist. However, nobody actually ever produced the tape. In October, a person named Chief Editor Korir, that's his name, K-O-R-I-R, of the African Press International, which is a WordPress site which is now gone, said the tape was real and that he'd heard it and was going to expose the truth, but then he received a very emotional phone call from Michelle Obama begging him to bury the story. Journalists did a little poking around and found out that, quote, Chief Editor Career is actually a Kenyan con man named Sammy Career who had fled Kenya because the authorities wanted him for embezzlement. Even though no tape ever showed up of her saying the word whitey, Career continued to push word of its existence even after Obama won the election. In an odd twist, John Henaracker, who writes for a conservative blog called PowerlineBlog.com, said that this rumor was actually started by the Clinton campaign. And then, of course, there was the rumor that he would instigate a cleansing Cleansing of of white white people. people. There's a far-right militia group called the Three Percenters. Their name comes from this idea. There's this idea out there, very spurious, that only 3% of the colonists fought against Britain in the War of Independence. This is not true, but they think it is true, so they think that they're sort of the new 3% who are trying to fight the status quo. They are rabidly anti-government. They were founded in 2008, apparently as a reaction to Barack Obama getting the Democratic presidential nomination. And they feared that if he won, it would lead to a rampage of blacks on the streets wreaking destruction, taking revenge for the way they've been treated all these years. Various members of the Three Percenters have been arrested over the years for various plots involving vehicle bombs and even a plan to attack a public space using a biological agent. So that's seven of the most obviously race-oriented ones. But then there's kind of a, an adjacent series of theories in which Barack Obama is a, a Muslim, Muslim or, or a, a terrorist, terrorist. or, or both. both. So one theory says that he is secretly, secretly a, a Muslim. Muslim. Right after his speech at the DNC convention, and when he ran for Senate the same year, an email chain started circulating, and it would circulate for two years. There's a conservative forum called Free Republic that pushed it, and then a whole bunch of right-wing radio talk show hosts. Even as recently as 2015, the former Iraqi parliament member and conspiracy fan, Taha Al-Lahibi, said that Obama was, quote, "...the son of a Shiite Kenyan father." People in Iraq made fun of him for it. In fact, Barack Obama was baptized in the Trinity United Church of Christ formally joining in 1988, but that was run by Jeremiah Wright, and so when that controversy hit, uh, he left in 2008. Reverend Wright made a series of rather inflammatory claims in sermons right after 9-11, saying that, well, the U.S. had been a longtime supporter of state terrorism, and so therefore this was kind of a chicken's come home to roost thing. What did you expect? America kind of deserved the attacks on September 11th. So Barack Obama kind of kind of left that church. Since then he hasn't really been affiliated with any particular church but he has had a southern baptist preacher at Camp David for services. He maintains he's a Christian though not affiliated with a particular church. Then there's Barack Obama attended a madrasa, which is a scary scary word for people that don't know what that is. Insight magazine which has the same parent company as the rather comical Washington Times. Not the Washington Post, but the Washington Times reported that, quote, researchers connected to Senator Clinton had discovered that Obama had attended a hardcore madrasa when he lived in Indonesia from 1969 to 1971. Keep in mind, he was born in 1961, so we're talking about 8, 9, and 10 years old. Glenn Beck repeated this, and so did a bunch of other Fox News personalities, as well as the New York Post. Good, Good job, job, New, New York, York Post. Post. So CNN, decided to visit the Basuki Public School in Jakarta where Obama actually went and they found that it was not any kind of a hardcore madrasa but in fact was a mixture of faiths and there's no religion at all in the curriculum it's just a regular pretty liberal school another theory said that when he became a senator in 2005 he took the oath swearing, swearing in, in on, on the Quran, the Quran. not, not the, Bible. the Bible actually he used a Bible that he himself personally owned he wears a ring that is inscribed with verses, verses from the from Quran. The Quran. Uh, again, internet and email chain pictures say that his wedding ring, which has a whole bunch of little loops on it, says in Arabic, there is no God but Allah. This is the first phrase of the Sahada, which is the Islamic Declaration of Faith. It's actually just a loop pattern, and people who don't know Arabic thought it might be Arabic because it's you know got curves and things. Then there was that he redecorated Redecorated the the Oval Oval Office Office to make it look look Middle Middle Eastern. People don't seem to understand that Indonesia, while it is the largest both in size and in population Muslim country, is not in the Middle East. So, selectively chosen pictures floated around online suggesting that all previous presidents, all the way back to Reagan, had always decorated the Oval Office in a combination of red, white, and blue. But then Obama changed that. This is quite patently untrue, as all you have to do is look at pictures of presidents all the way back to Reagan and even before. And the Oval Office is not necessarily decorated in red, white, and blue. One of the big things is, in the East Room, there are these gold silk lampas curtains, which people claimed was a, quote, Muslim Muslim prayer prayer curtain that Obama had installed. First off, if you look at pictures, those were installed back in the 1960s when Obama was a small child. And second off, there is no such thing as a Muslim prayer curtain. Then he was paid Paid by by a Saudi Saudi prince. prince. So, Mr. Corsi again, conspiracy nut, writer for the World Daily Net, he said that Obama got funding in the late 70s in Chicago from a number of Arabs, including a Saudi prince. Again, remember, Obama was born in 1961. So, even in 1979, he was only 18 years old. So, what did he get funding for? Mr. Corsi's proof? That when Barack Obama, as president, met the Saudi king in 2009, he bowed. Another theory says, he secretly secretly speaks speaks fluent fluent Arabic. Arabic. Neocon blogger Michael Goldfarb, who writes for the Weekly Standard, noticed that Obama said shukran when he visited the king of Saudi Arabia in 2009. So obviously, since he knows the word thank you in Arabic, he must be a fluent Arabic speaker. Because otherwise, how could anyone learn just one or two words from another language? Note, I know what shukran means because I've been to Morocco. And I don't speak fluent Arabic. If simply knowing how to say thank you in another language meant you spoke that language, then I speak 18 languages. Actually, Barack Obama has said that he is rather embarrassed that he doesn't speak a foreign language, apart from, quote, barely passable Spanish and, quote, a smattering of Swahili. Then there was the theory that he helped helped the the Mujahideen in the the 1980s. 1980s. This was a rumor started by. James David Manning, who's a pastor in Harlem. And this guy, this guy's got a thing for presidents. He said that both George Herbert Walker Bush and George Bush Jr. had both had sex with over 100 men and that Barack Obama was similar to Hitler and that he was one of the two beasts in the Book of Revelations. He also called Obama's mother white trash because she had a child out of wedlock with a black man. I don't really get that, but okay. He claimed, in addition to all this, that in the 1980s, Barack Obama was a CIA agent and gave money and weapons to the Mujahideen in Afghanistan, who then later became the Taliban. Another rumor said he was working Working with the the Muslim Muslim Brotherhood. Brotherhood. Uh, Son of Billy Graham, Franklin Graham, said that Obama was letting the Muslim Brotherhood take over the government and letting it infiltrate, quote, every level, unquote, of government. I wonder where they all are now. Where are they hiding? Another one said that he was conspiring to bring 100 million Muslims to the United States. So, a PR company called Special Guests and its top man, Avi Lipkin, said that Obama was allowing 100 million Muslims into the United States so that they could convert the country to Islam by the end of his second term and then rise up and wipe out Israel. The American population is something like around 320 million people. So, we're talking about increasing the population of the country by a third. Incidentally, I think we all know none of that happened. And there's even one, it may seem mild, that he wrote wrote anti-Semitic poetry. Back in the spring of 1981, Barack Obama actually wrote two poems for Feast, which is the Occidental College literary magazine. One of the poems was called Pop which examines Obama's relationship with Frank Marshall Davis, so the conspiracy claim goes, who may or may not have really been his real father. See previous conspiracy theories. And of course, Davis was his mentor who turned him into a communist. And then a poem called Underground, which it is said is structured like Quranic verse, and it says that Jews are underwater apes that eat figs. Okay. This comes from Jack Cashel again. Uh, This time he wrote this on the uh, conservative online daily American Thinker. Though Jews are not specifically mentioned in the poem, he says that some Muslims call Jews apes, so therefore this poem underground that Barack Obama wrote must actually be about Jews. The next category is that Barack Obama is a crazy, crazy lefto-pinko left-o pinko communist. communist. He had, he had the, flag the flag removed from the from tail fin of Air Force One and replaced one with his, his own campaign, campaign logo. This came from fake pictures making the rounds in 2011. Really, it was just a new version of a similar rumor that he had removed symbols of America from everything during his 2008 campaign. None of this is obviously true. Just look at pictures that aren't photoshopped. That he refuses he to, say to say the Pledge, the Pledge of Allegiance. Of Allegiance. In 2007, there was a picture going around in email chains that seemed to show Obama refusing to say the Pledge of Allegiance at a town hall meeting in Burlington, Iowa. The proof was that his hand was not on his heart, but at his side. However, the picture was actually taken during the National Anthem, and many people do not put their hands on their hearts when the National Anthem is played. He gave gave Russia Russia some some islands, islands, despite the fact that Russia stopped being communist in 1991. The Cold War mentality of a lot of conspiracy theorists seems to still hold on to the idea that Russia equals communism. So this idea that he gave Russia some islands, this comes from a candidate for the House in Texas, Wes Riddle, who claimed that Barack Obama gave seven islands in the Arctic to Russia and so therefore he should be impeached. Actually, those islands were part of a treaty that was made in September 1991, which was technically right before the official dissolution of the Soviet Union, voted for by both of Alaska's senators at the time and signed by George Herbert Walker Bush. And this treaty formally established the sea boundary between the united states and russia so these seven islands ended up on the russia side interestingly enough the russian parliament still to this day has never actually approved this treaty riddle probably got this theory from an earlier claim that was propagated by conspiracy theorist Jim Hoft of Gateway Pundit. And that guy said he was simply repeating what Alaskan Senate candidate Joe Miller had written on WorldNet Daily. So this is like a paranoid game of telephone, but it actually all happened back in 1991. Another one said that he seeded the 2008 recession back in 1995. Daily Caller, a news and opinion website founded by Tucker Carlson and Neil Patel, claimed that it was attempts by Barack Obama, back just before he was elected to the state Senate in 1996, to force banks to lend to black people in the 1990s that eventually led to the subprime mortgage crisis that kind of came home to roost in 2008, and that this was done on purpose, knowing that 22 years later, this would be the result. The article references the mortgage discrimination lawsuit against Citibank in 1995, which was actually one year before Obama became a state senator. So while he did a little bit of work on it, he didn't really have any power at that time to do anything. Barack Barack Obama Obama had had plans plans to re-educate your your children. children. Michelle Bachman, the Republican representative from Minnesota, said that young people were going to be rounded up in an expansion of AmeriCorps, which is sort of the domestic version of the Peace Corps, and put into mandatory quasi-military service camps to be brainwashed into political correctness. She also wanted the news media to investigate everyone in Congress to see who there was pro-American and who there was anti-American. She also thinks that global warming is a hoax. She thought that there would be death panels if universal health care was adopted, and that grade schoolers would be permitted to go on what she called abortion field trips. I don't know how many grade schoolers are pregnant. She also believed that there was a plan to create a one-world currency, that Obama and Carter somehow created the swine flu together, and that census data was going to be used to round up Americans into concentration camps. Then there's just kind of a sample platter of a whole bunch of things he wanted to destroy. He wanted to destroy the NRA, NRA, gold, gold, farms, farms, IRAs, and and the American American people. people. Rand Paul said that Obama supports the U.N. Small Arms Treaty to take away guns worldwide. Interestingly, there is no such thing. Glenn Beck claimed that Obama was coming to confiscate all the gold in the world, and so you should buy some now from Goldline, which is one of his sponsors. Conservative website townhall.com had an ad claiming that Obama had a plan to confiscate all IRAs and 401ks, and do something with the money, I guess. Glenn Beck, always a favorite, said Obama was going to use FEMA to construct huge concentration camps after declaring martial law, confiscate all farms and food, and force Americans to become slave labor for a war he was planning with Iran, which doesn't really jibe with this whole secret Muslim thing. But supposedly, Obama also had a secret vault inside Interpol headquarters in New York City, which would be used as a prison for high-level Americans. Actor Chuck Norris believes this last one, and he vowed he would investigate it. I don't think anything came of that. Glenn Beck came under fire for spreading this series of interconnected rumors and then later said he didn't really believe any of them and he never had. He even got the editor-in-chief of Popular Mechanics on his show to debunk videos of the supposed FEMA concentration camps that he had shared. One of those videos showing what was supposed to be one of these concentration camps was actually a repair center for Amtrak in Indiana. Barack Obama Obama is a big big fat fat liar. liar. And worse, Obama faked faked job numbers to get approval ratings. Jack Welsh, who is the former CEO of GE, and Alan West, who's a Florida Tea Party congressman, are among the jobs truthers, another group of people. These people claim that unemployment numbers released by the Obama administration in September 2012 showed a drop from 8.1% to 7.8% that these were false, and that he was just trying to get reelected. Subsequent research showed that these were, in fact, not false. Barack Barack Obama Obama had had Andrew Andrew Breitbart Breitbart killed. killed. Conservative media mogul Andrew Breitbart died in March of 2012 due to heart failure, but his death happened less than a month after he'd said publicly that he had filmed footage of Obama as a black radical in his youth. So, Obama used a CIA operative to kill him. Some of this supposed footage and photographic evidence was Obama hugging Professor Charles Ogletree. Ogletree had said some interesting things about how blacks are treated in the United States, and he'd also written a science fiction novel called Space Traders*, in which white Americans sold black Americans to aliens to pay down the national debt. Barack, Barack Obama, Obama was planning, was planning a, a fake assassination, assassination attempt. attempt. So in the lead-up to the 2012 election, there were rumors saying that there would soon be a false flag assassination attempt that would then allow Obama to declare martial law and suspend the election, making himself president, president for, for life. life. This was pushed by, among other people, Tennessee State Representative Kelly Keisling, maybe Keisling, who forwarded an email by a Florida conservative blogger named Joe Angioni. The email said that the claims therein had not been confirmed, but they had also not been denied. Mm, right? Barack Obama, Barack Obama faked, faked Osama, Osama bin Laden's, bin Laden's death. death. Osama bin Laden, according to this theory, was not actually killed at Zero Dark Thirty or any other time. Operation Neptune Spear, which was the name of that operation, was a lie simply to raise Obama's approval ratings. Bin Laden is still alive and well and out there. This one comes from a guy named Steve Ducey and another guy named Andrew Napolitano, both of Fox News. Some of their proof is that Obama was photoshopped into a photo in the Situation Room, with everybody sitting around during... The killing of Osama bin Laden. This picture actually circulated all around social media and became a a pretty early meme. It was a variant of this sad Keanu meme. In different versions of the image, you can also see photoshopped into the picture a kind of shirtless hunk, a sad Keanu Reeves, the grumpy flower girl, Obama with a PlayStation 4 controller in his hands, a Velociraptor, everyone in the room wearing Princess Beatrice's hat, Chloe from the TV show 24, and my favorite one, where everybody in the room is Barack Obama. Barack, Barack Obama, Obama was responsible, responsible for, the for the BP, BP spill. spill. Alex Jones claimed that the Deepwater Horizon spill in the Gulf of Mexico was actually engineered by the Obama administration as part of a plot to nationalize the oil industry. Obama and his cronies would then use the profits from that to fund the creation of a world government. Barack Barack Obama Obama was responsible responsible for the Aurora Aurora shooting. shooting. In Aurora, Colorado, there was a shooting at a movie theater during a Batman movie that killed 12 people. According to a press release by the group Gun Owners of America, Someone, quote, tied to Washington was the shooter. So therefore, obviously, this is one of Obama's government genocide schemes. This was then picked up and amplified by New American, which is the publication of the John Birch Society, so need I say more? And Natural News, which is a right-wing fake news and, quote, this is how they build themselves, conspiracy-minded alternative medicine website. Obama's Obama's memoir memoir was ghostwritten ghostwritten by by Bill Ayers. Ayers, This one goes that Barack Obama didn't actually write the book, Dreams from My Father. It was actually written by Bill Ayers. Bill Ayers used to be in The Weathermen. This is promoted by Jack Cashel. In his book, Deconstructing Obama, Cashel claims that Ayers and Obama have known each other for years. Actually, they met in 1995, right before the book was released. They lived in the same neighborhood. They ended up meeting briefly. That's all we know. Barack Barack Obama Obama is is actually actually an idiot. idiot. He's not eloquent, says this theory. In fact, if his teleprompter breaks down, he is unable to formulate a coherent sentence. This was pushed by various Fox pundits. Also, not just his memoir, but everything he's ever written, including all of his speeches, have all been done by ghostwriters because he is basically functionally illiterate. Even his love letters to a girlfriend in college, said Jack Cashel on WorldNet Daily. An associated rumor said that his IQ IQ was was measured measured at 102, 102, the lowest of any president in history. This one comes from a December 15, 2015 article on Empire News, which is a total clickbait site, and which touts themselves as an entertainment site and not a news site. So though they claim to be an entertainment website, they're not. They are a collection of false blogs that maybe somebody finds funny, but plenty of other people seem to take at face value. And the last one in this category is, Barack Barack Obama 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 is is a master master hypnotist. hypnotist. Barack Obama is an expert in neuro-linguistic programming and he uses subliminal messages to convince people to vote for him and believe in him. He uses a technique called trance induction. So what he does is he slows down down his speech speech and regularizes 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 his rhythm, rhythm, which induces 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 a state state of hypnosis 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 and 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 suggestibility. Rush Limbaugh suggested that Obama was using hypnosis to specifically target Jewish voters. Others thought that Obama was using a Cold War mind control technique, simply known as Delphi, to soften people up to be ready for the United Nations-run world communist government that he was getting ready to usher in. Delphi was developed by the Rand Corporation as something they called a consensive process. Consensive is not a word. That supposedly allowed the person who used the technique to target large numbers of people to reach a predetermined conclusion while making it look like everyone actually had a free choice in the matter. Kind of like how magicians use what's known as a force in getting you to choose a particular card. The Delphi technique can do the same thing about more abstract things to large numbers of people at once. The last category is Barack Barack Obama Obama is is really really not not one of us. us. So, the more innocuous of these is that uh, Michelle Obama exiled Barack Obama's mistress. Supposedly, Obama was flirting with a very attractive female staffer back in 2004 during his Senate run, and Michelle thought that they had started a relationship, so she banned the woman from the team, exiled her to a Caribbean island where the woman now lives and works. This woman has been tracked down, she denies that this happened, the Obamas also deny it, and yet it was reported by the LA Times, the Mail on Sunday, ABC News, and of course the National Enquirer, among others. This woman says she actually left at the end of the campaign because, you know, the campaign campaign was was over, over. and that she later met and fell in love with a man who was from the Caribbean and moved to be with him in the Caribbean. Barack Barack Obama Obama is funded funded by by drug money. money. During a conference call that included former DEA head Peter Bensinger about how to pressure Attorney General Eric Holder into speaking out against proposed legislation to legalize marijuana in three states, a writer for Executive Intelligence Review, which is a Lyndon LaRouche publication, asked them if it was true that Obama's refusal to speak out against the measures was because his presidential campaign had been funded with laundered drug money. He just asked this question, they didn't really know how to respond to it, and it just kind of went on. But there were a couple of very funny articles out there about how stunned people were by this. And this is, this is one of those great techniques where it's not an accusation, I'm simply asking the question. Barack Obama, Barack Obama is, on, is the on the down, down low. low. The down low, supposedly, is a, a secret African-American culture that has its own symbols and its own codes. So these are men who seem to be straight, but aren't. They're on the down-low. Reverend Jeremiah Wright, who ran the church that Obama used to be a part of, said that America kind of deserved 9-11 and then Obama left, supposedly ran a down-low matchmaking service, which is why Obama joined the church. The church ran a down-low club for this express purpose. Some of their jargon includes to, quote, to get with the program, which means that you marry a woman as a beard, and then have sex with men in secret. Anyone who knows of Barack Obama's gay cavorting has been threatened to remain silent. Barack Barack Obama Obama married married a Pakistani Pakistani man. man. Back to Jerome Corsi from World Daily Net again. He posted a video on YouTube claiming that he had, quote, strong evidence, unquote, that Obama had married his male Pakistani college roommate. He says it all started back in 1971. Again, Barack Obama was 10 years old in 1971. The video claims that when Barack Obama got engaged to Michelle in 1991, he already had a wedding ring. And he often cites a picture of Obama with his grandparents in Central Park that first he said had been photoshopped because Barack Obama wasn't in Central Park on that day. He was someplace else. But then later he says you can clearly see in the picture a wedding ring on Obama's left hand. There are also other pictures supposedly showing that he has a ring on and that the way he wears the ring is a gay man message to women to back off because he's already taken by a dude. Barack Obama Obama was engaged engaged in in a gay gay orgy orgy murder. murder. So Larry Sinclair, who's a petty con man, had a press conference at the National Press Club in 2008, of all people, to expose the truth about Obama. Earlier, he'd tried to contact Obama, but failed. So then he posted a YouTube video making accusations and challenging Obama, who is running for president, to a polygraph. The press conference really was a plug for a book that Sinclair was writing called Barack Obama and Larry Sinclair, Cocaine, Sex, Lies, and Murder? In that book, he says they met in November 1999. They had consensual gay sex on both the 6th of November and the 7th of November. They also bought cocaine, which they then sold for profit. Sinclair says he took a polygraph to prove that all of this is true, failed the polygraph, then claimed the polygraph had been rigged. And he talks about how Obama killed his former gay lover. This lover was supposedly Donald Young, who was the choir director of Obama's church. And that this happened right before the 2008 Iowa caucus. Also, the Chicago police are in on this murder cover-up, as is Joe Biden's son, and lots and lots of others. And Larry Sinclair just wants the truth to come out and to sell books. Larry has gone to jail a number of times. And even his lawyer was this kind of offbeat character. He wore a kilt to a press conference because he claimed pants hurt his abnormally large genitals and that it was weird for men to wear pants. Larry, after getting out of jail for the nth time, ran for mayor of the small town of Cocoa, Florida in 2018. He lost the election, but challenged the election results, and it turns out he still lost. However, right-wing radio hosts repeated Mr. Sinclair's claims for quite a while until even they got bored. Michelle, Michelle Obama, Obama is a, is a trans-sexual, transsexual man. man. This is Alex Jones again, with the theory that Michelle Obama is really a trans man. Uh, Alex Jones is funny. He's very publicly quite transphobic. And yet some people have said that they have seen transsexual pornography on his phone. Alex Jones says that you can see in some pictures that she actually has a penis if you look closely in photos where she's wearing pants, and that Obama sometimes slips up when talking about her and calls her Michael. Jones also says doctors have told him she is either clearly supporting a penis or wearing a codpiece, and he reminds people that it is not racist to say that Michelle Obama is a man. I suppose technically he's right. Joan Rivers, the comedian, made a joke that Obama was gay and Michelle was a trans man. And then a few weeks later, she went into the hospital for surgery at the age of 81 and then died due to complications during that surgery. So, of course, a theory started floating around that the Obamas Obama's had 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 her her killed. killed. Barack Obama, Barack Obama is a genetically, is genetically altered, altered superchild. Child. This theory claims that billionaire George Soros, who, despite being a billionaire, is pretty left-wing, has used his money and influence to continue Nazi eugenics experiments to create a new super race of overlords. Barack Obama is one of these. He was actually not born in Kenya, not born in Indonesia, not born in Hawaii, but he was grown in a lab in Argentina. And the two people who claim to be his parents, Barack Obama Sr., who's actually a communist, and Ann Dunham, who's actually a spy from Agreed to raise him as part of this plot. CIA DNA testing reveals that Obama is not genetically related to either Dunham nor his grandparents, and his super genes have allowed him to have exceptional basketball skills, we've all seen the videos, as well as a weird hypnotic control over other people. And let's not forget that kind of awesome video where in the middle of a conversation he just reached out and grabbed a fly. So basically, in this one, Soros is really, in some way of looking at it, Barack Obama's father, and that he secretly ran things with Obama as the figurehead. Barack Barack Obama Obama controls controls the weather. weather. This one says Hurricane Sandy was caused by a secret Pentagon project operating out of the HARP complex, that's AA, in Alaska, which is the focus of a lot of conspiracy theories. Uh, The reason that Hurricane Sandy was created was to cause chaos in the world, cause Barack Obama's approval ratings to go up because then he supplies relief to the stricken area and then to continue the false claims of global warming. Again, all of this started with Alex Jones on Infowars. On May 20th, 2013, a terrible tornado swept through the small town of Moore, Oklahoma. It was rated a 5 on the Enhanced Fujita Scale, which is the highest possible rating. Alex Jones again said it was a weather weapon and it was being used to distract from three scandals that were in the public eye at the time that could be embarrassing to Barack Obama. Online crowdsourced, quote, news, unquote, blog before its news, said it had, quote, compelling evidence that there were, quote, harp wave patterns in the surrounding clouds, which were, quote, highly defined ELF wave patterns. There's no byline for that article, but the writer also claimed that the, the body count reports were, quote, highly suspicious because estimates went from 91 down to 24. And by the way, the final number was 24 dead, 212 injured. So there's another contributor on the Before It's News site who says there's actually only one dead and then a whole bunch of fake bodies. There were rumors that the FBI were kicking people out of the area and then the writer ends saying, it's very, very suspicious. Let's stay on top of this and we might be able to expose one of the most disgusting crimes to humanity ever done. Chemtrails, weather warfare, and harp. unquote. Jones liked this and propagated it, and he added that locals had seen helicopters and airplanes, quote, spraying and doing things in the clouds right before the tornado hit. And of course, Harp is supposedly financed by George Soros, who conspiracy folks or some conspiracy folks have nicknamed the Sorcerer. That leads into a very literal interpretation of that nickname which is that both Soros and Obama, are Satanists, have made a deal with the Dark Lord and have magic powers that allow them to control Control the weather. weather. One of the fundamental proofs of this is that the Barack Obama logo looks just like a crystal ball. Barack Barack Obama Obama is a a lizard. lizard. Codes found hidden inside verses in the Bible show that Barack Obama is actually one of the reptilians, which is a transdimensional race of shape-shifting aliens that feed on pain and fear. That's a whole other conspiracy theory. He's supposedly one of them. Barack, Barack Obama, Obama, Obama is the Antichrist. Antichrist. In a series of chain emails in 2008, there were some very forgiving interpretations of passages from the book of Revelations that say that the Antichrist is clearly Obama, The email said, this is a quote, according to the book of Revelations, the Antichrist is, and then they quote, the Antichrist will be a man in his forties of Muslim descent who will deceive the nations with persuasive language and have a massive Christ-like appeal. The prophecy says that people will flock to him and he will promise false hope and world peace and when he is in power, he will destroy everything. Is it Obama? Some thought if you add the letters of the name Barack Obama, Hussein Obama the second together, and then did a whole bunch of math in a certain order, you got the number 666. Other people thought that Obama wasn't the Antichrist per se, but he was like John the Baptist for Jesus, kind of paving the way. According to another video, this one from the YouTube channel, The Open Scroll, if you play Barack Obama's 2008 acceptance speech at the Democratic National Convention backwards, you can hear him telling people to obey Satan. So when he says, yes, we can, if you play that backwards, it sounds like, thank you, Satan. And then the enthusiastic crowd actually chants, yes, we can, yes, we can, and it's all part of a black mass to praise Satan. At one point, a poll by Public Policy Polling in 2013 said that 13% of Americans thought that Obama was the Antichrist and another 13% were, quote, unsure. So that's 26% of Americans in 2013 thought that this was at least possible. An interesting note, the word Antichrist is not in the book of Revelations, but actually in the book of John. Revelations talks about the beast. Also, please note that Islam did not exist when the Book of Revelations was written. It was written about 95 CE, and Islam didn't come around until 610 CE. And what's very possibly my favorite one of them all is, Barack Obama went to Mars. So, between 1981 and 1983, so he would have been... 19, 20, 21, 22, he participated in Project Pegasus, which will also get its own podcast someday. But as part of Project Pegasus, Obama was one of the chrononauts, and he traveled to and from Mars several times, where we have a secret base. Witnesses, who were also chrononauts, claimed they overheard him being told by Major Ed Dames, quote, simply put, your task is to be seen and not eaten, meaning once he got to Mars. I don't know what would eat him on Mars. Other than that, the other people who claim to also be chrononauts do not know what Barack Obama's missions were. That's the only evidence they have, the only little piece. So even in the Project Pegasus chrononaut time and space travel project, he was special. These claims became so persistent that the NSC finally had to issue a public denial of in 2012. So there you have it, 44 conspiracy theories about the 44th president of the United States. He's not really an American, he's a radical who hates whites, he's a Muslim and so therefore I guess evil, he's gay, even if he were so what, he's an idiot. He's a genius. He's an engineered superchild. He's a lizard. He's a weather wizard. And he's been to Mars. There are, of course, people who believe not just one of these, but many of them. But can you imagine that if Barack Obama was all of these things, what if it were all All true? true? Now that would be an interesting book. Well, there's a guy named V. F. Christopher, who's written a series of five books, which he calls the Obama cover-up series. Book one is about murders and assassinations linked to his presidency. Book two is about how Obama was the most secretive president ever. Book three is about how he was a Marxist. Book four is about how he's a Kenyan. And book five is about how he's actually a homosexual. There's a book of short stories, called The Obama Inheritance, 15 Stories of Conspiracy Noir, which won the 2018 Anthony Award for Best Anthology and took bronze for the Indie Book Awards for Anthologies, which, tongue very firmly in cheek, looks at a whole bunch of different conspiracy theories about the Obamas and tries to use these kind of humorous tales to look into why exactly is so much being said about these people, the Obamas. And then there's the 2012 book titled The Lizard King, The Shocking Inside Account of Obama's True Intergalactic Ambitions by an Anonymous White House Staffer, which takes pretty much every Obama conspiracy and weaves them all together into a single, fantastical, very funny narrative. So clearly, some people are making a buck pushing these theories, and some people are also making a buck making fun of these theories. The question that always seems to be asked is, why so much attention on the Obamas? As I said at the beginning of this podcast, I think it's kind of obvious. It's because he was black. But in 2008, no one wanted to say that, not out loud, not publicly. So they'd latch on to anything, including that he's a murdering gay lizard who controls the weather through his satanic powers. With the current president's obsession with both the Clintons and Obama, I think it's safe to say that, no matter what someone actually believes, Barack Obama may be gone from the public eye, but he is certainly not forgotten. Thank you for visiting the Conspiracy Clearinghouse. We're closing now, but we'll open another crate in the next episode. Until then, thank you for listening.